Welcome to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. Today on 30 Minutes, we begin with part one of a presentation by Logan Phillips from the Pima County Public Library in Wastrous Races Stage from the 2017 Tucson Festival of Books entitled Sonoran Strange and Poetics de Esta Tierra. Logan Phillips is a bilingual poet, performer, artist, and DJ. He is the author of Sonoran Strange, a full-length book of poems and several chapbooks. He is co-director of the performance group Verbo Bala. He's also a teacher and co-director of Spoken Futures Incorporated, whose programs include the Tucson Youth Poetry Slam. Here is Logan Phillips. Muy buenas tardes. I'd like to begin by acknowledging uh, that we are on Tohono Atom land. I'd like to begin by acknowledging um, those who have gone before, those who cannot be here today, and those who are still to come. Uh, my name is Logan. Uh, I'm going to read some poems for you, if that's all right. Uh, this first poem, we all right? Everybody good? Not too, not too sun fried? All right, good. All right. Still alive, still with it. 4 p.m. time slot at the Festival of Books, you never know. Um, so I'm going to uh, start with a, a poem that I actually did not write at all. Um, this is a, a, a mashup poem, a found poem, that takes two different pieces of work and mashes them together. Um, I made my students write one of these recently, and uh, I'm of the mind that if I'm going to ask someone to write something, I better have tried it myself first. Uh, so this takes two of my favorite books and mashes them together. This is um, a mashup of uh, La Calle by Lydia Otero, which is essential Tucson reading, and another essential book, which is The Nat a Natural History of the Sonoran Desert, put out by the uh, Arizona Sonora Desert Museum, uh, particularly the chapter uh, by Mark Dimmitt about the creosote bush. <clears throat> Oldest continuously inhabited place in the United States, the foliage emits a strong aroma, especially after it rains. No other U.S. city remained under Mexican control longer, can live for at least two years with no rain, up to 1920, when Anglos became the majority. Small yellow flowers appear throughout the year. Oldest continuously inhabited place in the United States, driven by an unrelenting desire for order. Each stem lives only a couple centuries. Places are made through power relations. Extra genetic material seems to confer more adaptability. Many opposed their removal in ways that remain undocumented. Oldest continuously inhabited place identified as the smell of rain, driven by the desire to lure tourists. Each stem rises at an angle from the ground, the silences of history inhabited place. Thanks. Um, I also want to acknowledge uh, that I'm at the Nuestras Raices tent, and this is my stage, and this is my absolute favorite stage in this entire festival, and I would like to thank the Pima County Public Library and all of the Nuestras Raices volunteers for putting this together. This is... Awesome. 
this makes it um, all worth it for me. And uh, I want to acknowledge also the people who set up this tent and set up these chairs and the folks who will clean up after us when we're gone. Um, a little bit about me, uh, I'm a bilingual poet, uh, but I was not raised in a bilingual family. Um, I'm white, and like many white families, uh, we are a monolingual family. But uh, this particular monolingual family of mine, uh, we uh, grew up on the U.S.-Mexico border. And so um, I was always confronted or um, in interface with the Spanish language, and um, there was something in the way I was born or something in the way that I was raised that uh, pushed me to, rather than recoiling from not understanding, leaning forward with curiosity across difference. And so I had to fight for my second language. I had to fight to learn Spanish. And um, people always ask, people, you know, so I find it funny that we always use the phrase, um, I learned to speak Spanish, right? When we never use the phrase, I learned to listen in Spanish or I learned to listen in a different language because so much of what has been given to me uh, by Spanish is not what I say, but what I've been able to understand. Um, and in the end, all languages are a fight, whether we have, we're fighting for another language to be able to listen in another language or to uh, conserve the, the uh, creativity and depth of our own mother tongue. This is a poem, I'll just read this now instead of uh, waiting for the Q&A. This is called, She Asks Me How I Learned Spanish. <clears throat> and so I tell her, by taking the path of most resistance, by giving up video games, for real, by getting that C in summer school gr grammar class, for real, by making a fool of myself, by questing asks, by riding in taxis, by getting my shoes shined on Sundays, by talking to men working, by working harder than I ever had, by being paid less than I ever had, by saying yes, by learning gracias before quiero, by loaded silence, by not trusting the books, by squeezing the books until the last drop of their juice hit my lips, by moving my lips, by making out, by learning to move my hips, by falling in love, by cogiendo bien rico, by keeping a beat, by losing myself, by loosing myself, by calling white privilege by name, by refusing to speak English and answering to Timoteo, by asking more questions and eating with familias, comprando tortillas por kilo, asando chiles, cobrando quincenas, hitchhiking in Cuba, walking through Nicaragua, running a hotel in Costa Rica, talking my way the f*** out of trouble in Chiapas, by teaching in Colombia, by driving across Mexico, by not believing what they told me, by being me, by fighting in Arizona, by checking my own racism, by wearing a dress, by saying yes, by plural I, by curious by bliss, by me, by Kebule. Como andamos? Thanks. Get warmed up now. Get warmed up now. Or cooled down. I don't know which is better at this point. All right, I'm going to read some poems from Sonoran Strange, if I may. Uh, not too many, though, um, because I want to jump into something else. This, all of this is for the endangered languages. All of this is for the unnoticed realities. All of this is for the lesser recognized senses. This, all of this is for anyone who has forgotten their mother tongue. Este va para cualquier migrante lingüístico, refugiado en el verbo. This is for every mouth that once spoke Mexican and now speaks sand, just 40 miles as the vulture flies from where we now stand. This is for anyone who drinks earth in the end, no water for their lost thirst at last. This is for every cactus ripped out by the roots to make room for 18 holes. This is for every snowbird on their last flight, golfing one last 18. 
This is for every Gila monster driving a dropped Cadillac through desert. This is for every rancher resisting the city. This is for every language teacher alive in the tongue dance of history. This is for all of the cotton that was pulled from the irrigation and woven into tires for World War I. This is for all of the copper that was pulled from the pits and made into bullets to kill men fighting in trenches, World War II. This is for all of the men fighting and mining in trenches, wearing their jobs on their flesh like a skin color. This is for every youth who still remembers. This is for every elder who can still imagine. This is for every chingona. This is for every fronterizo, este poema va para Tucson, su sin fin de sueños, su historia presente, su tiempo cíclico, sus barrios arrasados, sus estudios étnicos, su Spanglish, su gringañol, este poema va para Tucson, y para todos los cabrones y cabronas que aquí viven y que aquí cantan, Arizona, aguanta, el pueblo se levanta, Arizona, aguanta, el pueblo se levanta, Arizona, Sonoran Strange, is hiding in the creosote while overhead, the stars are spinning a spiral sky built of jet stream, jet trails, and angular webs. Sonoran Strange is slitting the throat of a hundred-year cacti with a near-dead tongue, salt face, sand lung. Aren't we all just liquid, hiding behind spines? Sonoran Strange, Maricopa County, a golf course without lube. Sonoran Strange, Pima County, sixth and stone may be my bones, but this history will never hurt me. Sonoran Strange, everywhere the obvious has gone into hiding. Limestone caverns yet to be discovered. Cochise's bones yet to be discovered. Cabeza de Vaca yet to be discovered. Lost Paradise yet to be discovered. The true location of the border yet to be discovered. The next bonanza yet to be discovered. The extent of this yet to be discovered. Sonoran Strange, here there are trains filled with tanks. Birds building nests of nylon in nopales, pack rats building nests of cotton and hair, hummingbirds flying transcontinental, jumping choya, jumping borders, sun climbing the fence every day, tumbleweeds sowing their foreign seed, sycamores strangled with drought, heavy rain hanging on the horizon, saguaros in bloom, uprooted by poachers, sold on the black market of cacti, saguaros in fruit, saguaro national park, saguaros injected by rangers, protected with tracking devices, that's true. Titan missiles, growing amongst the saguaro, dreaming again of an intercontinental blooming, Ocotillo forests, subdivisions of hogans, Momentary Minutemen, a patriotism of convenience, cowboy governors trading on myths bought from tourist brochures, scorpions for breakfast, internment camp, ink trips, vacations at gunpoint, hubcap, heliographs, holding dreams of being stars again. Here, there is sunshine, there are tanning salons, there are shotguns, itching for trespass, freeway exchanges, noosing into knots the migrations of dust devils. The genocide of tumbleweeds, the infidelity of founding fathers, the tubercular ghettos, the heat combustion of dumpsters, the birth of atomic bombs, the skin cancer of moonlight, the osteoporosis of saguaro skeletons, the coevolution of agave flower and moth, of yucca flower and moth, the whispers of radio towers, the etymology of okay, the export of mattresses, the exploitation of labor, the right to work, sonoran strange, yes, this is the cliché cemented in caliche, yes. Sonoran Strange, this is the chupacabras of scapegoats. 
Mangas Coloradas cutting the telegraph wires, Llorona haunting the canals of Scottsdale, Lupe lining her eyes rolling on the south side, a shotgun lumberjack lost in a saguaro forest. Meanwhile, while I read this poem, a woman kneels at El Tiraito. She prays to San Agustini, San Francisco. She promises una manda de sangre. A man who builds cathedrals of mud describes working adobe as being like kissing his grandmother on the cheek. A girl is kidnapped and later found alive, buried in a box in the desert, Sonoran Strange. Self-storage units, half full. Arroyos carved of stone, half full. The old neighborhood, half empty. The aquifer, half empty. Foreclosed, boom towns, ghost towns. The clock was turned off with the electricity. Sonoran strange, everywhere the obvious has gone into hiding. Cortez weeping over the body of Moctezuma. Mexica rituals in front of Shefflin Hall. Tombstone, here there are silver nuggets and cocaine kilos. The Tucson Mountains, lips of an ancient volcano, dreaming again of lava breath. While meanwhile, the Catalinas had a sex change and became cumulus clouds while the thunder their heads grew heavy and butch and became the Rincons, the Chiricahuas, the Whetstones, Jaguars Cotton Surveillance, the Superstitions, the Huachucas, Jones Gold and Arizonan Ophir. There are desert billboards strung between our neurons like our cities hang in a web of freeways and meanwhile the state bird is being flipped all up and down Interstate 10 as Interstate 10 devours the barrio. Under the terms of Guadalupe Hidalgo, all Mexicans living in the new United States were required to cut the treaty into small paper squares and then to hold those squares under their tongues until they dissolved and the new reality began to set in. This legal precedent is used to set state immigration policy to this day. You are listening to a presentation from the Pima County Public Library Nuestras Raices stage from the 2017 Tucson Festival of Books entitled Sonoran Strange and Poetics de Esta Tierra with Logan Phillips. Cool. So I'm going to read a piece I don't get to do too often. This one's for Nick. And uh, this is a a, a crazy poem. Uh, This poem is... uh, so is anyone familiar with the, the history of the heliograph here in southern Arizona? So southern Arizona being the last kind of, as this region has always been for empires, this region is always the edge of empire, right? It's always, it's, far, it's about as far away as you can get from Washington, D.C. It's incredibly far away from uh, central Mexico. This place has always been a place of crossing, of migration, of movement. Um, and the, uh, the, a group of people who took huge advantage of that and uh, were the Apache. Of course, the Apache coming from the Great Plains being, uh, and finding the technology of the horse and finding the technology of um, the rifle and marrying it with their strong sense of place uh, dominated in this area. They themselves, though, were also new to the area at the time of uh, the U.S. military conquest of this land. And so, um, basically, the U.S. military was isolated in very small outposts and the Apache ruled everything else. And so for one outpost to be able to speak to the next outpost, the US military borrowed a technique that was perfected by the British in Afghanistan, actually, and in the upper uh, Saharan Africa, which is uh, a basic, basically, instead, like a telegraph is sound, a heliograph is light. 
And so there are, if you look at a topographic map, almost every mountain range in southern Arizona has a peak called Heliograph Peak. And the reason that's called that is because that's where they would station the signal battalions with a mirror and they would flash messages across the valleys between the sky islands. And that is one of the ways that they fought with uh, technology against the indigenous insurgents that were here in this land. And um, so the, this poem, that's a little bit about where this comes from. So in Sonoran Strange, uh, modern day indigenous insurgents storm the observatory and then they uh, reappropriate the giant telescope of Kitt Peak. And that's the title of this poem. <clears throat> Indigenous insurgents storm observatory reappropriate telescopes giant mirror Arizona Republic page A1. Phoenix calling it the heliograph sent to rewrite the treaties Today, the ransom was set at 40 million acres and a buffalo herd of 40 million to be transferred immediately. Otherwise, the gargantuan solar laser will be precision focused to send a beam of searing light from Cerro Tololo at Kitt Peak into the cooling pumps of the Palo Verde nuclear power plant. Reached at Los Alamos, nuclear experts remained adamant that the attack, which would surely cause meltdown, was not their fault. Quote, we didn't know that the uranium mines would cause cancer on the reservations, end quote. In the ransom note, the insurgents admitted as to where they stole the technology used to weaponize the 13-foot astrological mirror built below Beardown Stadium at the University of Arizona. What? You think we weren't paying attention when you taught us how to make solar ovens in your elementary schools on the res? The letter asked, asking, hot dogs, think bigger. In the valley below... The panic was general and the traffic gridlocked. Reached for comment, one driver remarked, give them back the goddamn desert if they want it so bad. We never meant no harm, concluding, they're affixing to pop us like ants under the magnifying glass. Thanks. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and then that poem led to this poem. And this is the last one I'm going to read from Sonoran Strange. I'm going to switch it up. So uh, this poem is called uh, Mangas Coloradas Gives Advice to the uh, Taliban or Arizonan Insurgents Give Tactical Advice to Afghani Insurgents Across the Centuries. They like their wars cold at first. Our first word of English was proxy also. We know that they, they once sold you guns under the table, and we know that the land you claim hasn't been yours all that long. It was the same for us. Our place was this to them too. Middle East, far west, the same. California, named for the caliphs and the myths they expected to find here. Mesquite trees, named after the mosques they liked to burn there. Afghanistan. Arizona, Anglicizations from words from tongues that they do not speak. They test drone airplanes there. They tested nuclear bombs here. They sent their immigrants to fight us, led by assimilationist officers under the illusion that to die for them would be to be accepted by them. We called those soldiers buffalo. 
They sent their poor to fight you, led by ROTC officers under the illusion that PTSD would help them pay for college. They call you sand niggers. We know war like you know war. Afraid to take on the Spanish Empire and the Mexicans, they bought the livestock that we stole from Spanish ranchers, and their arms dealers gave us Remington rifles. More cows meant more rifles meant more Spanish settlements burned. It was convenient for them. Afraid to take on the Soviet Empire, their agents took you and trained you and gave you arms dealers who gave you rocket launchers. More money, more guns. More Soviet tanks burned. It was convenient for them. We also learned the word opportunism. Later, they tried to occupy the land like the Spanish and Soviets before them. They called us enemy, and we turned the guns back on them. And they fought. We fought them like they had taught us to. And still later on, on this land, on that land, they learned very slowly the word. Negotiate, but still couldn't quite pronounce the word memory. Cool.、Um, so, <clears throat> my,、uh, my poems get talked about a lot about,、um, in relationship to the land. And,、um, I'd be lying if I told you that I was writing poems a lot these days. <laughs>、uh, these days, actually, previous to the last three months, which I, in which I've been kind of on a poem binge, I hadn't been writing for about two years. And there's two reasons for that. They're sitting right over there. And、uh, I've been a father for two and a half years. And、uh, I was also given the incredible opportunity. Privilege and luck of beginning to own a very small square of the Sonoran Desert、uh, that is my backyard. And I've been transforming that into an urban micro farm. And、um, so rather than writing poems about the land, I've kind of been working on the land as if it were a poem. And this is one that got published in Edible Baja Arizona. It's kind of two poems that go together. I'll read the more abstract one first. Notes on beginning an urban farm in Santa Cruz River Valley. Acacia tooth, legume bark, shovel metal, pick strike, first coffee, sunbeam, sunburn, calendula, earthwork, consensus, work trade, place keeping, pura lechuga, wheelbarrow balance, Jamaica ice, aguantar vara, solar cook, creosote breath. Nectar, 100 degree doldrum, blood quantum, crestate of family tree, gristle sizzle, cloud water, stamen, gray water rebate, oasis progress. Before pick swing, even before the lines scratched on compacted sun bleached surface, there are stories to consider first. How the water walks down subtle slope. How many summers these trees have shaded? Who has been here before and what stories they have left in this soil? First, the listening, holding dust in my fist, trying to remember the sensation of cool on the skin, dirt under fingernails, waiting on the heat to break, the sun to sink, 
waiting for the shadow of thunder, for the rain always waiting on the rain. Oh, urban human, mi chamaquito, child prodigy of animal kingdom, enlightened and oh so troubled, vain and fervent for the caliche bar, for the metal strike, the sweat mud, desire to mark the earth with my likeness, impatient for fruit and labor, eager to begin work, but first, listen. All right, cool. Um, I'm going to debut one. Can I read a brand new poem for you? All right, this is a brand new poem, um, in this version anyway. Uh, so we have to take a little mental journey first, because this poem is a little bit out of season, although it's 15 degrees above average temperature right now. It's going to be 95 degrees in March, so maybe we don't have to travel that far. But I want you to imagine June 20th. It has not rained. That's very serious. The population is dwindling in Tucson. People are going a little stir-crazy. The kids want to go outside, but they will melt, so they're not allowed to go outside. This poem is called Everywhere But My House. In Tucson, it does not matter what the news says, does not matter who is running for president. In Tucson, it does not matter the average rainfall does not matter. It does not matter how much rec was recorded at the airport. All that matters is if it rained at my house. And it has not rained in my house. The other day it was 100 degrees. A great dust swept up and ice cubes fell from the sky, but it acts not actually rained. On the advice of my father and his father before him, I bought a rain gauge. Hasn't rained. I prayed to San Juan and ate pozole on the El 23 de Junio and it has not rained. I left expensive electronic equipment open in the backyard. Didn't rain. Yes, of course, I washed the car. I tried that. It didn't rain. I threw a big backyard party with no backup plan and, it, plan and it didn't rain. I sweat every morning from dawn until noon building earthquakes works and it didn't rain. I spent all my savings on six-inch seamless aluminum gutters and it has not rained. Time lapses of the sky didn't rain. Radar obsession, it didn't rain. Got an app for that, didn't rain. Dual point, it has not rained. Mariposas have stopped coming around, it has not rained. Can't talk to my friends about any of the other wetter parts of town because it hasn't rained here. I can't leave the house because it might rain. It hasn't rained. Losing sleep, it hasn't rained. 40% chance didn't rain. 30% chance all weekend didn't rain. It smells like rain. It has not rained. Hijo de la gran chingada, it has not rained. Oh, I heard it's flooding in Midtown, right? Oh, it hasn't rained. Kayaks on Tucson Boulevard, it hasn't rained in my house. Fish have escaped the aquarium and are swimming away, it has not rained. P.S. There's no aquarium in Tucson, they canceled that project, it hasn't rained. Hay bales and manure, citrus and basins, berms and sunburned fig, go figure. Mulch and woodpeckers, habooms, haboobs and rattlesnakes in the downed power lines, empty Rain tank, it has not rained. Little raindrops that evaporate off the sidewalk before even getting it wet, it has not rained. Boastful wind chimes, hasn't rained. Puro sudor y labor de polvo, sombrero sudado, charco de sombra, lucecitas bailando, ojos enciestados, falta de lluvia, falta de lluvia. I have not been completely broken, and so it has not rained. I have not given up all faith, and so it has not rained. It has not rained at my house, and so it hasn't rained. We'll have to leave it there. You've been listening to part one of a presentation by Logan Phillips from the Pima County Public Library, Nuestras Raices Stage, from the 2017 
Tucson Festival of Books entitled Sonoran Strange and Poetics de Esta Tierra. Logan Phillips is a bilingual poet, performer, artist, and DJ. Thank you for listening to 30 Minutes on 91.3 KXCI Tucson. I'm Amanda Schager. This and all recent episodes of 30 Minutes are available on kxci.org.